I am Barrington Brennan, counseling psychologist and marriage and family therapist with your daily relationship nugget. I love responding to questions and here is one I got. Four weeks ago, I met this gorgeous young woman who lives in New York. We met in Miami at a convention and we fell in love. I am a successful Bahamian businessman and she is a computer programmer in New York. How can I develop this distance relationship to the point of marriage? Is it wise to do that? Signed, In Love Bahamian Mail. And then here is my answer. Oops, did you fall in love with this young woman in one week? You are infatuated with her. Now, infatuation is not all bad, but is not enough to build a relationship. Developing a relationship with someone living in another country while you live in the Bahamas is very difficult, and it is perhaps not wise and wise thing to do. But listen carefully. First of all, let me remind you about the differences or the difference between infatuation and love. Infatuation is the chemistry you experience between each other when you first meet. It is the spark and the fire that starts when your eyes first cross the room. It is the feel-good sensation that runs through the body and mind when you first hear her voice. This is all good, but it does not last. Most relationships start with infatuation but it must not be the foundation on which to build the relationship. What then is love? Love is simply a choice. It is the decision to stay committed, faithful and true to the same person. Infatuation will definitely fade in time. Love remains as long as we decide to love. Love is eternal. Infatuation is temporal. Love is lasting, a lasting principle. Infatuation is a whim and a fancy. You fall in infatuation and you grow in love. Infatuation is what you are excited about when you look at her. Love is what you are excited about when you learn about her character, lifestyle, family and friends. So, dear in love Bahamian male, listen carefully. What you feel is great. However, to make an intelligent choice about your life mate, you need to be there with her. You will always remember her as the sweet, respectful and innocent person you met at the convention. But only through time and personal interaction will you really know if she is as genuine as gold. And that's important. Remember, being able to laugh together, talk together, and share with each other is not enough to know if someone is for you. Good friends often do not necessarily make good married partners. Being a nice person does not automatically mean that she will be a suitable marriage mate. You must first ask yourself some serious questions. Am I willing to travel frequently to get to know the person better? Am I willing to, change, willing to change my lifestyle, country, and future plans to develop a healthy relationship with someone in another country? Would she be willing to do the same? 
What was I really attracted to when I saw her at the convention in Miami? Was it a sexy walk? Was it her sweet perfume? Was it her New York accent? If these are all, you will soon find another sexy lady, perhaps in Jamaica, Exuma, Belize, Freeport, the Bahamas, when you are on another trip. Then you will only be acting like a traditional sex-driven male. Remember, you can choose to develop that relationship, but you will not really know her unless you have an, un an opportunity to live in the same area with her or have her with you for a significant period of time, extended weeks, or a year or more. Or you may decide to travel very often to visit each other. The risks are too high. You want to know exactly where you are getting or what you are getting into when you marry. If you met in New York today, return home and, and write daily to each other and only see each other every two months, the chances are that both of you will never see the real person. You will both be good actors with masks, always putting on the best performances for each other. However, the longer you are around each other, where you can have uh, continuous daily routine lives, the mask begins to peel off and your true self is revealed. That's the person you want to marry. Let me just stick a pin right here. I want you to understand that I am actually a supporter of online dating. I believe one can find a good mate and I, I know of friends and individuals who have done so, lifelong mates, via online websites. But you have to follow certain guidelines and principles and rules. So, let's continue. If you really feel that it's worth investing your love into this young woman, then what can you do? Here are some things you can do. And you can select the one or the ones that are best for you. Here they are. And I'm responding directly to the letter. Move to New York, find a job, and live there for at least one year. Of course, you will live by yourself, and not with her. There will be no shacking up. Another suggestion, that she moves to Nassau. Find a job and live there for at least one year. Or... Spend a three-month vacation in New York developing an acquaintance to enable you to see if you really want to invest in the relationship. Note that when you visit your friend, it is not wise to plan to live together, simply because it is convenient and less costly. Be independent. It will be worth the money. Living together with, with someone you do not know can be risky, even if you reason that you are only staying in the same house, but not in the same room. That may not be wise. It is too emotionally close. Here's another one. Or if you are happy about your findings, decide to make monthly, bi-weekly, or quarterly trips to New York and stay one to two weeks or at least three to four days at a time. This can be expensive, but it might be worth it. Trips can be altered. She can go to Nassau and you go to New York. The point I'm trying to make is that you need significant time together to get to know each other. Distance usually push people apart. 
writing letters, texting, facetiming, messaging, emailing. Although very good to start with, it is not enough to learn about an individual. I know there have been exceptions. You might know of individuals who met each other in Germany and only wrote to each other for one year, then got married. The problem is that they had to learn how to become friends after marriage. That's difficult to do, and it's risky business. The risk is that other marital difficulties dangerous to the health of the relationship may arise that will hinder proper growth before you become friends. Do you want to take that risk? I admonish you to think before you leap into the arms of infatuation and romance. So if you feel that is the right person that you really want, alright, then following these suggestions before making that final decision is important, alright? Avoid accepting his or her explanation of life experiences, divorced, past, or failed relationships. As far as possible, seek an unbiased view of your distant friend and his or her life from a friend and your, of, of the partner, a relative, a pastor, an associate. Then, I can say much more, but the main point is be wise, take your time, and don't thrust your life into the, into the heart and arms of someone you do not know. For this has been your daily relationship nugget. I am Barrington Brennan, keeping a smile on your heart.